Welcome to the Dr. Obedoving a Day podcast. Dr. Obed is a thought leader and apologist who speaks to life's great existential questions of origin, purpose, faith, and destiny with fluency and grace. He is an author and the president of the Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated, a vibrant apostolic commission that heralds the message of the fullness of Christ. Dr. Obed has seen his ministry soar to great heights over several years, touching the lives of many across the globe through his various ministry platforms. May you grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ as you listen to mind-renewing and heart-enlightening messages by Dr. Obed. Do enjoy this teaching. God bless you. I needed to set the plumb line to the matters we are dealing with. Because teaching ministry is very, very sensitive and sacred. Whosoever shall teach wrongly and teach others to do the same, that person will be called the least in the kingdom. However, whosoever shall teach and instruct others, he said, whosoever that shall break one of these commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Teaching ministry is so sensitive. What you say, not what you only do. What you say, not only what you do. It can make you become a servant in the kingdom of heaven. You will reduce your rank. What you have not seen, you say you have seen. What is not so, you say it is so. And then you gather disciples after you. It can have eternal consequences. That's how come sometimes I say, I know the eternal consequences of sitting in the seat of a master. That is to say to sit, that is to say to sit in the seat of a teacher. So he said, not many of you should strive to be masters. That's what James says. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. I bring this up because many people think that the easiest part of ministry is to teach. It is dangerous. Preach, exhort, easy. Be not many of you teachers, my brethren, knowing that we shall receive heavier judgment. Someone say amen. Amen. I'm going further. Say amen. Amen. Can your amen come louder? Let's get back to what we are doing. Angelic structure. We know that Jesus is in the throne. Dominions are lords. Remember that last Thursday, I was talking about the being called Anahel. The reporter. The scribe.
and hell works along with Teval, Tevalel. Tevalel. You may call him Tevalel, but it's Tevalel. Anahel works with Tebalel or Tebalel. I want us to see Leviticus 14, the verse 16. Leviticus 14, the verse 16. Leviticus chapter 14, verse 16. Yes. And the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil uh -huh. that is in his left hand mm -hmm. and shall sprinkle of the oil with his right, with his finger seven times before the Lord. Read it again. And the priest shall dip his right he finger. shall dip. His right finger mm -hmm. in the oil. All right. That is in his left hand and shall sprinkle of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. Now, what happens is that whatever Anahel is putting together, Tevalel comes in to close it. All the things that Anahel is writing, Tevalel the word teval means to dip or to baptize. You will appreciate more of what I'm saying soon. Tevalel looks at the period of God's assignment that you have finished. Then he closes that chapter of your life. Then he opens another. He works in close proximity with Anahel. And they are beings related to dominion. Why do I say so? Let me roll back and explain a couple of things to us. You already know that Anahel is a scribe. He's a writer. He's a reporter. We dealt with that from Ezekiel chapter 9 on Thursday. When the Lord called six men with a weapon of destruction, the slaughter weapon, and they emerged, and from their midst was Anahel, the one with the writer's ink horn. And God told them to go into the sanctuary. And when they went in there to destroy and also to destroy them that were doing abominations in the sanctuary, the Bible says, Anahel went in there and marked them. And when everything was finished, he came back to report. And behold, the man clothed with linen, which had the ink on by his side, reported the matter, saying, I have done as thou hast commanded me. He's a reporter. I told you last Thursday, he reports on everything about your life. Everything. Now, during the week, I think on Friday or Saturday, somebody sent me a question and says, Pastor, so does that mean that if I sin, Anahel is reporting on that matter? What are my sins? 
And I said to the person, yes and no. I'll explain that on Sunday. Before we deal with the issues of the reporting system of Anahel, you would have to understand how Tebalel works in close proximity with Anahel and what they report about. Now hear this. We know that God has given a commandment. In that commandment of God, Anahel reports saying to God, I have done as thou hast commanded. So I told you, they are not just there reporting for reporting's sake. They are reporting on the matters of what God has commanded. If you got that. In Philippians chapter 4, the verse number 8. In Hebrews chapter 11, the verse number 2. And verse 39. And in 3 John 11 to 12. We see the reporting system that God gives us and receives from us. Hear this. He said, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, one, I'm showing you your report card, how it is done in the heavenlies. The first thing that we are graded on is true. Whatsoever things are true, so the true things. Let me take my time and true things. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, honest things. Before you ask me of sins, Let's go through the report card. Whatsoever things are just, just things. Then he says, whatsoever things are pure, pure things. He says again, whatsoever things are lovely, lovely things. Then what this? Whatsoever things are of good report. He says, if there be any virtue. And if there be any praise. Think on these things. True things, honest things, just things, pure things, lovely things. Then he says, good report things. They are all connected with Things of virtue and praise. I read it. Things that show that you are growing manliness. To be a man, to be mature, to show maturity. 
So watch this. The true things must be things that relate to virtue. The honest things must be things that relate to virtue and praise. The just things must all be looked at in the goggles or the spectacles of virtue and praise. The pure things must be looked at in virtue and praise. The lovely things must be looked at in virtue and praise. Then he says, good reports things. So whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, then whatsoever is of a good report, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any of them that is of virtue and praise, focus on that thing. So now, this good report, good report, how do I know that whatever I'm doing is of a good report? It is judged under virtue and praise. This is the reason why before the Bema seat of Christ, which is the judgment seat of Christ, the Bible says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 10 may receive the things done in his body according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. Then he says, and everyone shall receive his praise. So before the judgment seat of Christ, what we are looking at is to receive our praise. It is not the judgment of condemnation. It is the judgment of commendation. The judgment seat of Christ. What is God looking for? Every man shall receive his praise. It is not Not condemnation. It is. Commendation. Therefore, judge nothing before the time. Until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the heart, and then shall every man have praise of God. So what is the outcome of what is being recorded? That you may have praise. Now, in order for you to understand what is happening here, so that when you think of Anahel, you will look at his actual work. The Bible says, if God is to record sins, who shall stand? If God 
He is to record sins. Sins. God is to record your sins. Who shall stand? If you were to take a record of sins, who shall stand? I'm answering the question that came so I can proceed. If God should take record of sins, who shall be able to stand before him? Nobody will be able to stand. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? I think that the NIV says, if God, you are to take record of sins. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? Everybody say, God. Say loud and clear. God. He does not. Say loud like you know what I'm saying. God. He doesn't take record of sins. Why do I say that? Because love takes no record of sins. 1 Corinthians. Love. God is love. God, he is love. Love does not take record of sins. God is love. Love does not take record of sins. He said, love does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Love does not take record of sins. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Can we read that in the NIV? It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. It keeps no record of wrongs. Now, why is it that when we are preaching to lovers, we tell them, don't keep record of wrongs. But then we think that God, our lover, will keep record of wrongs. That is against who he is. God does not keep record of your wrongs. And the hell was not sent to come and record your wrongs. That's not why Anna hell was sent. The angelic being, Anna hell. He is not there writing your sins. He doesn't do that. So, when I spoke on the reporting system, I was not talking on you, your sin records. If you watch closely, when God sends Anahel along with the beings with the destroying weapons, watch this. What did Anahel do? Anahel went into the sanctuary and marked those. That is his concern. He marked those that were calling on the name of the Lord and doing what God expected. He is concerned about what God says you should do. If you do it, then he writes. If you don't do it, he's just watching you. He's there to take records of the commandments of God. Not that you didn't do it, but that you did it. Not that you did not do the commandments of God, but that you did God's commandments. So when the Lord said unto him, go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and now write, set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh, and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. And to the others he said in my hearing, go ye after him through the city and smite. 
let not your eyes fear, neither have pity. So you realize that there were two groups of people that these endemic forces were supposed to focus on. The others were supposed to go after Anahel has set a mark. And now for those without the mark, destroy them. But those with the mark were preserved. So God, in his nature, he does not keep records of wrongs by Anahel. It is against the principle of dominions. Now, let me just go back to the book of Jude. Take me to Jude. Or take me to 2 Peter. 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter 2 from verse 10 to the verse 12. 2 Peter 2 verse 10 to the verse 12. Now, watch, watch here. He said, but chiefly, them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government presumptuous are they. They despise dominions, that is government. Self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. So where? Whereas angels which are greater in power and might, I'll deal with this soon, bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. So angels report but they don't bring railing accusations. Reading the Amplified. Verse 10, verse 11, verse 12. And especially those who indulge in the corrupt passions of the sin nature and despise authority, presumptuous and reckless, self-willed and arrogant, self-willed and arrogant creatures, despising the majesty of the Lord. They do not tremble when they revile angelic majesties. Whereas even angels who are superior in might and power do not bring a reviling, defaming accusation against them before the Lord. Angels, they don't bring defaming accusation against them before the Lord. There is not one angel that gives a report to defame you before the Lord. There is no angel that is writing defaming things about you to the Lord. They are focused on more important things. We'll be looking at them soon. So, now that you know Anahel, you are not looking at Anahel writing that today you stole fish from soup. You change the records in your office. Anahel is not focused on that nonsense. I'll show you what he does with that thing that you did. So watch here. Anahel, the angelic being, please, what I'm saying, I always say that, if you are in doubt, just talk to God. Carry me to the heavens and show me if it is so. Walk your way into the heavens. Have an experience of the angelic. And let God, because Paul actually says, the Lord would also confirm this to you. So watch this. Back to what we are saying. Anahel, being the scribal being, 
He is not here to take records of your wrongs. He is not following you, writing the bad things that you do. But get this. And the hell is writing the bad things you do. <laughs> and the hell is noting the wrong things that you do. How? So that you can receive your praise. I pray that you are getting what I'm trying to say. Listen. His mission is for praise. It's not for defamation. His focus is to record things that will let you receive praise. That is his focus. So he will write the bad things you are doing. The good things you are doing for the purpose of praise. Not for the purpose of condemnation. Because for many people, wrongdoing is for condemnation. If Anahel wrote something bad about you, it is because it is going to enter into the judgment of your praise. That is how come I started it up by saying, he does not take record of your sins. Why? For the purpose of defamation, he won't do it. But for the purpose of commendation, he will do it. So now, I'll explain the wrongs. What wrongs will he write? Because you have to know the reference point from which he's writing what kind of wrong. The Bible says, For by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Remember, that we have established that there are reports of good things. They must be virtue and for praise. Not for condemnation, but rather for commendation. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8. Watch, watch this. Romans 8. He said, who shall bring a charge against the elect of God? Who? Who? Now, these charges were not charges of commendation. In Romans 8, Paul was talking about condemnation. So, in the context of condemnation, the charges were charges for co condemnation, not charges for commendation. So, watch this. In Romans 8 verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Then now, when we come down to verse 30, 31, 32, 33, can you move me? Verse 30, 31, 32, 33. He said, moreover, whom he did predestinate. So we are going to look at matters of predestination. Then he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. Now what this? What then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, God is for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the 
charge of God's elect. Watch this. It is God that justifieth. Next verse. Who is he that condemneth? Who is he to condemn? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also maketh intercession for us? Then he says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword? For I am persuaded. Watch the things that he's about to talk. And enumerate that neither death nor life. Then now he says, nor angels, nor powers, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So there is no reporting that Anahel will do that will make God say, my love cannot reach out to you again. There is no reporting of Anahel or Tevalel. There is no reporting that they will do that will let God now hold your wrongs of sin against you. Watch this for condemnation. If the matter of condemnation is what we are looking at, then Anahel has no business righting your wrongs. So question is, does Anahel right my sins? No. Question is, does Anahel right my sins? Yes. <laughs> At what point in time would we have Anahel writing your sins? For the purpose of reward. For the purpose of your praise. He's writing everything that you're doing. For the purpose of condemnation, he cannot even pen down one thing. So if you ever did good or you did bad, let's go back, for we shall all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, watch this, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that which he had done, whether good or bad. You must receive according to what you have done. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light, watch this, the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the heart and then shall every man have what? Praise of God. Praise of God. Commendation of God. Not condemnation of God. Thanks so much for listening. We trust that you've been blessed with truth for life. Be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Obedobing a Day podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.